Hello everyone, this is your host, Caitlin McCarthy, and welcome back to another episode of Kicking Off with Caitlin. This episode, I will be recapping week 11, some of the news that went on during the week, as well as my predictions for the upcoming games for week 12. So to start off with my predictions last week, I didn't have a really good week. I was 5-9 and nine, and on the season at 89-58. and 58. So first I want to talk about rookie quarterback Joe Burrow. Unfortunately, he was injured last week against the Washington football team. He had a really bad injury. He tore his ACL, MCL, PCL, and meniscus, structural damage. He's definitely out for the year. He also will not be ready for week one because he was scheduled to have his surgery. Unfortunately, that got pushed back to mid-December so the meniscus could heal. And it's definitely going to be a long recovery and he was having a really good rookie year. You know, he had 2,688 yards, three, 13 touchdowns, and five interceptions. So really unfortunate to see how Joe Burrow's rookie year ended. But hopefully he'll have a good recovery and he'll be back in the NFL sometime next year. Also, talking about quarterbacks and injuries, Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. Both of them are dealing with injuries right now. They both, the Bears had a bye week, but... The Bears have not decided who they're going to start this week because they're evaluating both of the injuries. It's too early to call, so we'll see what happens on Sunday and which quarterback they're going to start. Kyler Murray, he hurt his shoulder on Thursday night last week. He's been practicing. He's expected to be fine on Sunday's game against the Patriots. Now moving on, so the Eagles and every other team in the NFC East is in the hunt for the playoffs. But Carson Wentz is having a really, really bad bad year. So he has six games this year with two interceptions, 40 sacks, which is the most by far in the NFL right now, 10 fumbles. And now, of course, this is not all his fault. And it definitely has something to do with the offensive line as well. And everyone else is part of the offense. But the thing is that Doug Peterson is sticking with Wentz. He has no mind to change him or anything. But they did draft a rookie in the second round. They drafted Jalen Hurts. They've used him here and there in games. And I don't know, but I'm thinking that as the season goes on, they're going to put him in a little bit more. And I think they should just put in Jalen Hurts for a quarter or two and see how he does because that could be a turnaround for this team. And it's surprising to me to see Doug Peterson be so set up on Wentz. And I'm really thinking that... If the Eagles have a poor season, which they are, of course, but if they don't win the division, that there's definitely going to be some coaching changes in the offseason. So we're just going to see how that plays out for the rest of the year. Moving on to the NFC West. So last week, three teams were tied for first at 6-3. and three. The Seahawks and the Cardinals, they faced each other on Thursday night last week. The Seahawks, they won over the Cardinals. They're 7-3. and three. And the Seahawks' defense is starting to show up more and more each game. That was a big problem I felt like earlier in the season. The Seahawks were giving up so many yards to the opposing offenses. So it's good to see that the adjustments have been made recently. But the Seahawks weren't first for a few days. But then again, the Rams, they played on Monday night. They played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they had a great game. And the Rams, they're looking like a really good playoff team right now. And so the Rams are currently in first in the NFC West. Now, the Rams and the Cardinals, they haven't faced each other yet, and they are expected to play Week 13 and 17. So those are going to be really big games according to how the standings are going to go in the NFC West, so we'll have to look out for that. But 
between these three teams, the Seahawks, they had the easiest schedule. Yeah, they have a few divisional games left, but they also play the Jets and the Giants back-to-back, and then they also play Washington. So those are three easy given wins. So I am predicting the Seahawks to win a division just because of the leftover games they have for the rest of the season. They have the easiest schedule going forward and to definitely be able to win those three games right there. So we'll keep an eye on that for the rest of the season. Now, some unfortunate news went on this week. The Dallas Cowboys, they canceled practice on Tuesday because their strength and conditioning coach, Marcus Paul, he was hospitalized. He was in really critical condition, and it was announced today that he died in the hospital. And it's really unfortunate. He was only 54 years old, and the Cowboys are playing tomorrow, so hopefully they get that win for him. But it's really unfortunate to see that. And then I want to move on to talking about the Ravens-Titans game. So this was obviously the matchup from last year's playoff game. And it was a good game for a while. Like Lamar Jackson did what he had to do. And J.K. Dobbins is a stud. And he's performing so well in Baltimore. And he should be the first string running back. And I'm honestly thinking that as the season goes on, if J.K. Dobbins keeps doing what he's doing, Mark Ingram is not going to return to Baltimore next season. Definitely because Dobbins is way cheaper and he's performing way better. And I don't think the Ravens even need Mark Ingram anymore. He hasn't had the season he had last year. And I feel like he's not really of a factor on the offense anymore. But the Ravens, obviously, they lost in overtime. The defense started giving up a lot of plays. And they allowed 173 rushing yards. And uh, Derrick Henry, he was a stud. And he did everything he had to do. And I thought the Ravens would have been a little bit more prepared for him. And the beginning of the game, they weren't allowing him to to run and things like that. But as the game went on, it just seemed like they forgot how to to, um, stop him. But the Ravens definitely had some injuries out on the defense. Calais Campbell and Brandon Williams, they didn't play. But Derek Wolfe, he definitely stepped up to the plate. Obviously, it wasn't enough. But the Titans did win in overtime with a Derek Henry rushing touchdown. And it's unfortunate because the Ravens, they were up. 10 points around the half around halftime and they can't seem to keep these leads they keep giving up big leads and they need to work on that but of course going into that there's a Baltimore Ravens they have a COVID outbreak over there so J.K. Dobbins Mark Ingram they're out for at least 10 days because they both tested positive and on Monday is announced that four players had COVID now on Tuesday it went up to nine between players and staff members, personnel, and things like that. And then there's been players such as Brandon Williams, Pernell McPhee, Metzger. They're all on the COVID reserve list because of close contact. And because of all of this, they were scheduled to play on Thanksgiving night. Very exciting game. Everyone was looking forward to it against the Steelers. But the game got moved to Sunday afternoon. It's still going to be nationally broadcasted, nationally televised on NBC at 1.15. But... I was a little disappointed in how the Steelers reacted. And yeah, of course, they're frustrated. They don't get to play on Thanksgiving night, looking forward to it, division matchup. And they already had this incident happen before earlier in the season with the Titans and their bye week got moved and all of that. But the thing is, when it comes to this season, it, we need to think about the player safety. And I just didn't like how some of the Steelers reacted to this. And for it to be a fair and safe game, I think it was appropriate for the NFL to move this game. And it did work out because 
they're not switching up a bunch of schedules as of right now. And this game got moved from Thursday to Sunday. And the Steelers are complaining about how now they don't have 10 days to prepare for the next week. Listen, you don't need 10 days to prepare for the Washington football team. You are currently 10-0. and 0. Why do you think you need extra time now? And then they're complaining about how they didn't have a bye week. And, like, what does that have to do with the Baltimore Ravens? That was when the Titans messed up. And, yes, there was a, the Ravens' strength and condition coach. He didn't follow the protocols. He didn't um, tell the team about his symptoms. So, yeah, and he should get in trouble for that. I totally agree with that. But I think for the players and everyone's safety that this was the right move. And going off of that, the Steelers, they are still undefeated. The Jets still have not yet to win a game. Kind of thinking that the Steelers are probably going to lose a game before the Jets win a game at this point. The Jets cannot close out a win at all this season. They kind of get, they've been getting close more towards the end of the season, but they still can't do it. But the Steelers, um, if they win on Sunday against the Ravens, they could clinch a playoff spot. But they also need the Raiders and Dolphins to lose. So now we're getting into playoff clinching scenarios as the week goes on. And now looking at this week, the playoff picture. So for the AFC, it hasn't really changed much with the first to fourth seeding. And the division leaders have pretty much been the same the whole time I've been discussing the playoffs. So it's the Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, Colts. But in the wild card, that's been changing every week and it's going to continue to change. So we have the Titans, Browns, and Raiders. So the Baltimore Ravens, they were number five last week, and now they're out of the playoff mix. They're on the outside looking in, and now the Browns are in there. So talking about the AFC North, since the Ravens lost against the Titans last week and the Browns once against the Eagles, they both were 6-3 and three going into those games. Due to the Ravens' loss, the Browns are now ahead of them. They do have to meet up again later in the season, so now the Browns are in it right now. And also the Coltons and the Titans – they're both 7-3. and three. They're playing each other this week. It's a really big game to, to see who's going to get this division lead right now. The Colts, obviously, they're number four because they won the first matchup two weeks ago. So we're going to see how that plays out this week. And also the Denver Broncos and New England Patriots, they're still in the playoff hunt. Now for the Broncos, it's probably going to be a way more difficult time to get into that playoff mix for the wild card because five out of the six games remaining Five of those teams are currently in the playoffs, so it's going to be a little bit more challenging for them. They did have a good win last week against Miami, played really well on all sides of the ball. Also, the Patriots, they have an easier schedule going forward. They have to play teams such like the Jets and the Chargers. They do have a chance, but they're obviously going to have to rely on other teams to lose. So we're just going to keep an eye on the wild card. But the AFC division leaders, they've pretty much been the same the whole season, but we'll see if that changes. And for the NFC, we have the Saints, Rams, Packers, Eagles for the division leaders. And then for the wild cards, the Seahawks, Buccaneers, and Cardinals. So like I said, the NFC West is going to keep switching um, every week because last week the Seahawks, they were number seven. They moved up to number five. The Cardinals, they were number three, and they moved down to number seven. And the Rams, they were number six last week, and then they moved all the way up to number two. So definitely a lot of switches coming out. From the NFC West, and I think definitely there's gonna be two teams from the NFC West that go into the wild card this year. So moving on. So tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, we were supposed to have three games. Unfortunately, we only have two. 
So we're starting off the week with the Texans and the Lions. They're kicking off at 12.30 tomorrow. The Texans, they won against the Patriots. I definitely didn't see that coming, but that was definitely a good game, especially for the offense. See, Sean Washington uh, had over 350 yards in the air. The offense really just seemed put together last week. The Texans' rushing game, it wasn't great, and it definitely could be better. The Lions, they didn't score one point against the Panthers last week. They got shut out. And this is not really an exciting matchup, Not no playoff uh, implications, division, anything like that. The Texans are the better team, and the Texans, I'm picking Texans to win 28-7. to And then we have the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. So if the Cowboys win, they're going to be in first place for the NFC East. And they have the second easiest schedule out of the whole entire NFL, and three of their games are left in division. So all these division games are really important for the Cowboys. And I was very surprised to see the Cowboys win over the Vikings last week. And that was a big win for them. They definitely needed that win to stay in contention for the NFC East. Washington, they're coming off a win over the Bengals. I didn't see that one coming either. But also Joe Burrow did get injured. And the Bengals, I feel like they kind of fell apart after that. But both of these defense have been allowing a lot of yards this season. Defense definitely needs to work a little better on both teams. I am going to pick the Cowboys to win. They had a hard week and they didn't practice on Tuesday. I don't think they practiced today, but I think they're going to get this win for the passing of their strength and conditioning coach. So I think they're going to win 24 to 20. Then on Sunday, instead of Thursday night, we have the Ravens and the Steelers. So these games every single year, no matter what the standings are and who's on the team, it's always a close one. And the Steelers won the first matchup, 28-24, came down to the last play, and it usually always does. But the key in that game was the Steelers' defense allowed over 220 rushing yards. Now, I was going to say the Ravens definitely had a possibility to win this game because the key to win this game for the Ravens is the rushing game. Now, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, they're both out this week. We only have Gus Edwards on the team, so it's definitely going to be a little bit more difficult. And the Ravens... They're going to have to use their passing offense. The defense is going to have to make big plays in order to be in this game at all. And I was totally against the Ravens signing Des Bryant a couple weeks ago, but I think they need to use him this week. I think he could make big plays for us. I think he can um, get the passing offense going this week because all the other receivers on the team aren't making plays. Hollywood Brown, he gets the ball thrown right to him and drops it like it's like he doesn't know how to catch, and it's really frustrating. And it's not even Lamar's fault at this point. So I think we need a new receiver, such as Des Bryant, to start making plays on the offense. And we also need to do something with the offensive line. The offensive line is garbage, and it's just been a mess. And they're switching people around. And then they, they benched the center from the Patriots game, Metzger. And obviously, he might not be playing because he's on the COVID reserve list. And then they said he was benched. And then they put him in as a guard and this. And it just wasn't working out last week. A lot of miscommunication on the Ravens' offensive line. Hopefully they'll get that fixed. I do think the Steelers are going to win this game. They're just in a better position. They're the better team right now. And I think they are going to stay undefeated and be 11-0. Then we have the Raiders and the Falcons. The Raiders, they're such an underrated team. They are not talked about as much as they should be. They are a true playoff contenders. Now, they did lose last week against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but that's because they gave Mahomes way too much time to win last week. They gave him a minute and 43 seconds and I believe two touch, two timeouts, and that's plenty of time for Mahomes in that offense. That offense is so powerful. And if the Raiders just took a little bit more time off the clock, they totally would have won that game. And they're doing a great job, and they – 
I think they're going to make a run in the playoffs this year. Now, the Falcons, they lost last week, but they did a great job holding off Alvin Kamara on the Saints. They allowed 13 carries for 45 yards, one of his lowest of the seasons. And Alvin Kamara is that whole Saints offense, especially with Drew Brees out last week. I am going to pick the Raiders to win. They are the better team. They have the better offense. So the Raiders are going to win 34-16. Then we got the Chargers and the Bills. The Chargers, they didn't blow the lead against the Jets. They've been doing that often. They've had big leads at halftime, and they blow them at the end. The Bills, they're, they're rested up. They're coming off a bye week. And I think it's going to be battle of the quarterbacks. Justin Herbert's having a great rookie year. Definitely think he deserves rookie of the year so far. And Josh Allen's having an MVP season. So I'm really excited to see this quarterback matchup. And then I think they're both going to have big games and have over 300 yards for each of them. But the Bills are the better team in this matchup, and I feel that the Chargers defense isn't going to be able to stop Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and that rest of the offense. So I'm picking the Bills to win 34-27. Next we have the Giants and the Bengals. So Joe Burrow, he's out for the rest of the season. Ryan Finley will be the start of the remainder of the season. The Giants, they won two straight before coming off their bye week. And Daniel Jones is being more careful with the ball, and that's impacted their game a lot. Because there's been less turnovers, he's been more accurate, the offense has been playing a little better. They're not amazing, but they're doing better than how they started this season. And I think the Giants are going to win their third straight, and they're going to win 25-17. Titans-Colts, AFC South matchup. The Colts, they won the first matchup two weeks ago. Titans, A.J. Brown, he had a huge game last week against the Ravens. He is a stud on that team, he's a great part of that offense. And Derrick Henry, he was the first player to 1,000 rushing yards last week. Colts definitely going to have to stop Derrick Henry. They did in the previous game. I do think the Colts are going to win again. It's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to come down to the end, picking the Colts to win 24-21. Then we have the Panthers and the Vikings. Teddy Bridgewater, he may play this week, but P.J. Walker, he played last week, and he did a good job. He got the win last week against the Lions. The Vikings last week, not so much. Their, their defense, they fell apart last week. They looked all over the place. And they need to use Dalvin Cook more. Dalvin Cook is that whole offense because Kirk Cousins is honestly one, one of the most inaccurate passes I've ever seen. And Dalvin Cook is the reason why the Vikings have won the games they have this season. So if they're going to use Dalvin Cook, they're going to be in good shape. But... I think the Panthers are going to win this week because I don't think the Vikings are going to do that. So I'm picking the Panthers to win 23-20. Cardinals-Patriots. Both these teams, they had two tough losses last week. Cam Newton, he had a great game passing last week. He had over 300, he had 365 yards. He had a great game, but it wasn't enough. The Patriots defense has been good against the rush last week. They only allowed 55 yards. But when it came to their passing defense, it was awful. Deshaun Watson was throwing all over the field last week. So in order for the Patriots to um, win against the Cardinals, of course they're going to have to stop the best receiver in the league, DeAndre Hopkins, and I don't think they're going to be able to. So I am going to pick the Cardinals to win 24-15. Then we have in the AFC East, we have the Dolphins and the Jets. Jets... I don't know what else to say about them. They're not doing anything to benefit their team whatsoever. The Dolphins, I was surprised to see that they didn't play as well as they have been for the last five, six games. 
Tua Tagovailoa, he got benched last week, but he's going to start this week. He had a rough game, a lot of sacks. The offensive line wasn't protecting him well, but the Dolphins are going to come back and win this week, and they're going to win 34-20. Browns and Jaguars. So last week, the Jaguars, they played the Steelers, and they had a good start last week. They were holding the Steelers' offense. It took the Steelers' offense to get in rhythm until about, like, halftime. Like, it was 3-3 for a while, but then the Jaguars, they just blew it and couldn't score any more than three points for the whole game. And then the Steelers just were really powerful on their offense. Browns, as I mentioned before, they're second in the AFC North right now. I think this is an obvious win, and I think the Browns are going to win 27-17. Saints and Broncos. Broncos played amazing last week. And although the Saints didn't have Drew Brees, Taysom Hill filled in, and he got the win, and he did a really good job this week. I believe he's starting again, as he should. And I think with him and Alvin Kamara and the rest of that rushing offense, they're going to do a really good job this week. And I don't think the Broncos' defense can be able to stop them. So Saints are going to win this week, 45-12. 49ers-Rams, NFC West matchup. The Rams are looking really good. Their defense is making plays. They came up with a big interception last Monday to close the game out. I can't believe that Tom Brady threw two interceptions last week. And the Rams, they're on a hot streak. Like, watch out for them. They're, they're my favorite right now in the division. I don't think they're going to end up winning it due to the schedule and things like that. But they're really hot right now. I would definitely watch out for them coming into the last month of football. And I think Cooper Cup, no one's been talking about him. And he's been amazing on that offense this year as he has been in previous years. But I think he's going to have a really big game this week. He's going to have 80 yards and a touchdown. And the Rams are going to win 30-20. to 20. Chiefs and Buccaneers, Tom Brady, I don't really know what's happening to him. Every time he plays on primetime, it's like he forgets how to play. And he had a kind of a bad game last week. And I definitely think the Chiefs are the better team in this matchup. And they, I think they are the best team in the NFL. Yes, they have one loss, but they definitely have all of the pieces to be successful and possibly win another Super Bowl this year. And I think if the Bucks don't win this game, they're going to fall out of that division race against the Saints. So the Bucks kind of need this win. But I don't think it's going to be enough. The Chiefs are just so powerful on offense and defense that I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win 30-24. Then we have Bears and Packers on Sunday night. So Bears, we don't know who's starting for their quarterback. And the Packers, I can't believe they lost against the Colts. I really didn't see that coming, but then again, I think the Colts are so underrated. They're a good team, and they held Aaron Rodgers, and that was crazy. Um, the Bears' defense, they need to show up. And the Bears, they have a good defense, but sometimes I feel like they could play better, and if they want to be Aaron Rodgers and their division rival, the Packers, they're going to need to show up. And the passing defense is really going to need to show up because Aaron Rodgers has an amazing big arm and he's going to throw all over the field on Sunday night. And I am going to pick the Packers to win 34-17. Then our last week for the, our last game for the week, we have the Seahawks and the Eagles. It's a must-win game for Wentz. I don't care what Doug Peterson says. He needs to win this game or I think there needs to be some switching around because Eagles are in it. For the NFC East, the Cowboys are in it, the Giants, the Washington football team, they're all in it. And I don't think the Seahawks are going to lose this game. Yes, their defense was awful and they gave up so many big plays, but you have Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf on that offense, and they're both going to have a big game on Monday night. 
And I think the Seahawks are going to blow out the Eagles, and they're going to win 35-13 this week. So maybe we'll see a change at quarterback next week. Who knows? We have to see what else goes on in the NFC East. But that is all that I have for you guys this week. Thank you for so much for tuning in to Kicking Off with Caitlin. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you again next week.